We welcome everyone who joins us here in the pews at St. Anne's and those who join us by way of the electronic media on this 32nd Sunday of the year. So much of life is about preparation. Think about that. Even nature goes through a constant cycle of preparation as spring prepares for summer, summer prepares for fall, fall for winter. Although on a day like today in Washington, it feels like spring, doesn't it? A little confusing. But the cycle repeats itself over and over, preparing one step, one cycle, one season after another. And you and I, certainly from the moment of conception, being prepared from that first moment of life in our mother's wombs. And then the conceptus is but preparation for the zygote. The zygote for the fetus. The fetus prepares then to become the child, newly born. And the child prepares then to grow up. And day by day and week by week and month by month and year by year, every period of that time is but preparation for the next event. Going to school, pre-K for K, K for one, one for two, two for third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. It seems for most of us that was a long time. Preparation just to go to school over and over again. And the list of preparations goes on and on, right? Preparing a meal, preparing to get up each day, preparing to go to work, to go to school, preparing for the job or the job interview, the school exam, preparing to play the next card or chess piece, preparing for another election, preparing even now for another election when you think about it. So many preparing at every level. The military prepares for war, prepares for defense. Couples prepare for a child, prepare to get married. It took me eight years to prepare to become a priest. I was a slow learner. Most priests end up after six years, but I was special. Eight years. I thought it would never come. But you see, in all of this, there is this constant step-by-step, day-by-day, week-by-week, month-by-month, year-by-year, decade-by-decade. And so many of us who grow older and our old grandparents will say to us, where did all that time go? It just went so fast. My kids grew up, and now I've got grandchildren. I've got great-grandchildren. It just seemed like I was always preparing for this moment in my life when I'm now retired. And then, for all of us, life in this world ultimately is preparation for death. That's the way it is. So everything that the Lord has given us, our lives, everything in the world, People, places, things, animals, and flowers, and the beauty of this day, all of that is there 
as means for our preparation for death. And death is but preparation for life eternal. The cycle goes on now supernaturally. But not right away. Spring doesn't give its way to summer right away. Summer doesn't give itself up right away to fall or winter. No, this all takes time. If it takes time in this dimension, then it's intelligent that it should take time in the next dimension. Eternal time takes time, a different kind of time, but eternal. And all during those lessons that we learned growing up and all the preparations that we did, there were many times, I'm sure, that we got disappointed. We prepared for that exam and we didn't do as well. We said to the teacher, could I have a second chance? Or a marriage that didn't go as well as we thought and maybe we divorced and we thought, could I have a second chance? Or maybe a job that didn't go so well and we hoped for a second chance. Or something we did in life that didn't work out so well, we think back and said, oh, if I only had a second chance to do it again, to prepare again, to do it better, to do it well. Well, see, friends, that is so true in the natural order, and it's altogether true now in the supernatural order that Jesus tells us that after death, we are to be prepared again. The saints, they need no preparation. But most of us do. Most of us, even though we may be saintly, at death, we're not ready to see the Lord, perhaps. Who of us wants to see him face to face if we're not prepared? No, we want preparation, even in the next life. And so this whole month of November is dedicated to all souls, all those loved ones of ours, in fact, countless numbers, from caveman to the present, who may have, by God's infinite mercy and compassion, a second chance to prepare to see him face to face. We call that, in our Catholic doctrine, purgatory. Purgation, to be purged, to be cleansed, to be refreshed, to be renewed. This is not bad news. Oh, to the contrary. This is good news. We have been given a second chance after death, if we want it. Some people don't want it. I don't know why. That's their choice. But I think most of us are intelligent enough to say, no, I need another chance. I'll take another chance. And we, are in faith, are confident that that chance will pay off. Because Christ has made that possible by his death and resurrection. The beauty then of every Catholic Mass is that the graces afforded here are given to you and to the dead. For the living, for the dead. He says, do this in memory of me. This is my body. This is my blood for you and for the many so that our sins and their sins may be forgiven. So 
this is the only religion the world has ever known in which actually the atonement of sin before God is accomplished perfectly in Jesus Christ, who is a God-man, high priest, and it's afforded even now as a perpetual and eternal act of God's mercy. Until the end of time, until the end of time, there's one business that will never close its doors, the Catholic Church. Why? Because the Mass must go on. It's his commandment. Do this in remembrance of me. Every time you do this, those merits and graces will be applied to you and to the dead for a second chance. So we've asked you to write the names of your loved ones in the Book of Life here at the Lady Chapel. We take those names and we read them. I read them Sunday after Sunday in my heart and offer those names up to the Lord to say, Lord, look upon this person with mercy, with compassion, and we unite our charity on earth with them because they can't do anything more for themselves. They now rely entirely on us and Christ to do it for them. So we take this seriously because it is a second chance. It's a great moment of preparation for us to wake up and stay sober and to take life very seriously with joy, knowing that one day we shall be with the Lord in preparation for that great event. He gives us time now. He gives us eternal time then. He will always give us time to prepare.